Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by City Index. You shouldn't have to pay a premium for the most exciting market opportunities. Start trading the biggest companies for less with City Index's commission-free U.S. share CFDs. Go long or short with $0 commission on Apple, Amazon and our full range of U.S. markets both in and out of hours. Visit cityindex.com to try a risk-free demo account today. City Index, invested in your success. All trading involves risk. Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 26th of September 2022. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in markets. Boy, I'm Nadine Blaney here with David Scott. I was getting ahead of myself there, Scotty, because look, that was bad, but it could have been worse. I think there's lots of investors that are going to be very pleased to see September well go. Yeah, 1.6% lower for the benchmark today. It was down about 2.1% uh, shortly after the market opened. Clawed back a little bit of ground, but yet again, a lot of it probably comes back through the uh, the currency mechanism because I uh, just look at my screens at the moment. Aussie dollar currently trading at the lowest level since uh, very early days of 2020, of course, the start of the pandemic, uh, below 65 US cents. So yeah, Team Australia, like we're seeing so many other I know, different nations and markets around the world at the moment, really copping it at the moment. Yeah. Well, can we go there then, Scuddy? Because we saw the CME pause trading in futures when it comes to the British pound. So I, I don't recall ever seeing that happen before you. Uh, look, off the top of my head, no. I can't remember that. Maybe around Brexit time, but uh, there were so many headlines around that particular moment in time. Maybe I missed it. But uh, it is getting quite unprecedented what we're seeing at the moment. I wrote a view about a month or so ago, and I didn't go and use specifically Great Britain and UK government, but uh, just the way that they were going and uh, trying to soften the blow on consumers by uh, subsidising energy bills, basically allowing them to go and spend money elsewhere, very highly inflationary environment. Uh, I wonder where this moment was coming, and uh, so it's proven to be this uh, special budget that uh, was handed down, uh, not so special in the, uh, the market aftermath. Uh, there's big concerns right now. They're running deficits that were larger than when the IMF had to go and bail them out in the 80s. Yeah. So, yeah, watch this space. There's people, many people, just talking about the emerging market-esque uh, look that's happening when it comes to the UK and its um, and its currency in particular. Also, you know, some conjuncture, whether or not it's going to be placed on negative credit watch. That will take some time to come through, but it is a watching brief. All of Europe, you've got to say, is a watching brief. But let's get back to us here locally. Um, some of the worst performers really got hammered. I mean, Costa Group, uh, the CEO suddenly resigning, shares down by 15%, Scuddy. Whitehaven Coal, off by close to 14%. Why is that? I mean, we've got buybacks coming through from Whitehaven. We've got the price of the commodity, you know, continuing to go from strength to strength. Why do you think Whitehaven was hit so hard? 
Good question. I just think it's a combination of end of our quarter window dressing. Uh, we've seen a lot of strength coming through those energy space. And now everyone is just talking about recession fears and don't know what we're going to do when it comes to demand for energy products and the like. And uh, yeah, you combine the two and it's been a pretty powerful move today. Like, huge in the scheme of things. Coal prices haven't been uh, down that much. No. But uh, yeah, at the individual stock level. Uh, yeah. So it makes you wonder whether potentially we're seeing a bit of um, nuances because you look at some of the other parts of the market that really outperformed today. Uh, and, and despite having another big lift up with bond yields, we are uh, no, long duration names. We're, uh, we're, yeah. we're back in vogue. So we're going to make that out. So a lot of messy price action, but I wonder whether, you know, being one week out from the uh, end of quarter, there could be a bit of that going on as well. Yeah, interesting. To your point, Altium, one of the best performers, Megaport, REA, Zero even was up by 3% today. So very interesting moves being made. Uh, the materials all sold off heavily as well. BHP, Fortescue down more than 4%. You know what else was hit very hard, Scotty? I don't think it will be coming as a big surprise to you considering the price of oil, but the energy sector was down significantly. I mean, Woodside losing four, well, pretty close to 5%. Uh, Koshi was back. Koshi's back. Nice to see him in and around the office. And uh, he picked the energy as a sector of the day. So no stock of the day, although there are some reckies in here. Uh, let's listen in here with Nathan Somersandaram and we had Josh Barker as well. Let's, uh, let's hear what they had to say. Uh, Karun was our player. Yep. I'm, I still like Karun. Uh, right. On the pullback, I, I still think it looks good. So I like the energy sector, but look, everyone gets hit in a bus crash and we're in a bus crash. Right. So energy stocks will be cheaper, but it is a sector of interest. I will be adding to the energy sector over time. I would be more so, and, and a similar thing with the market, I'd wait for the bounce uh, rather than trying to catch the falling knife because the trend is definitely to the downside with, with oil at the moment. So once you see it start to bottom out, it could even be a political hedge trade for you at the moment with it being sort of Putin's trump card. Um, yeah. So I think that's your best political, political hedge rather than something like gold. So there you go. Um, you can listen to that entire episode. There was lots of debate, I'm told, on that episode of The Call. I was sort of tuning in and out, so I'll check it out. But uh, yeah, there's a few preferred picks in the energy, well, at least for Nathan, in the energy space. Josh Barker, as you heard, not quite, um, not quite loving uh, the sector at this time with all of this uncertainty. I mean, we've got last week under our belt, Scuddy. It's pretty quiet on the economic calendar here locally. But um, yeah, it's it. We're still feeling we're still feeling the impact of investors finally sitting up and taking notice that um, yeah, the central bankers and Jay Powell in particular means what he says this time around. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the it's sinking in that uh, you know, when you have an economic slowdown, uh, earnings are likely going to slow down and probably contract as well. And uh, now the question is, how meaningful will that contraction be? I think a lot of people are asking. And uh, given the level of uh, front-loading we're seeing, the degree of aggressiveness that's coming through, who knows what next year is looking like. But right now, the markets are saying it's looking pretty ugly. You can see the, uh, in the PE equation, the P is becoming increasingly cheap at this point in time. Now, when's the E going to go and play catch-up? Uh, of course, we're getting pretty close to the start of Q3 earnings season in the States. Maybe that will be the catalyst. Who knows? Yeah, well, I do think you had a chat with David Lennox from Fat Profits who did indicate that, you know, that's the next test for the market coming through where we see earnings start to be hit by the slowdown that we've, um, yeah, clearly got on our hands now. Um, 
it's a fascinating time to be in markets, but there's also opportunities. And if you'd like a few of them, you can listen to a couple of the interviews linked in our show notes. We spoke with Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool. We also spoke with Ryan Sh- Ron Shamgar from Tamim Asset Management. He, he comments on some of the news of the day. Uh, Universal Stores had bought a another... Well, I didn't actually know this company, but it's a youth, <laughs> that's probably saying it all, a youth fashion, shut up, Scotty, youth fashion retailer. Um, he holds Universal Stores in the fund, so he comments on that. And also three other companies. He said in, in all of the noise of these, um, you know, the turmoil out there in markets, there's been a few transactions in the small cap space that he thinks will be ultimately really positive for these companies. So anyways, long, long story short, <laughs> there are a few interviews that you can listen to that do contain potential opportunities, even though we're experiencing all of this market mayhem. I mean, that's that's what it's about, right, Scotty? Is that you know, if if you if you do have uh, cash, if you do, um, you know, look to get active, there are you know there are plenty of ways to do so, as always. Yeah, absolutely. This is the time to be nimble and be ready because I think the next uh, next couple of uh, no, weeks, maybe a month or two. Uh, I reckon we're going to go get some uh, really good opportunities out there at this point in time, both from the short and long side of the equation. So, yeah, be ready because uh, it's going to move pretty quickly. I've got a feeling about this one. Yeah, all right. Well, we've got the Chicago Fed Reserve National Activity Indicator. Otherwise, there's not too, too much uh, on the agenda tonight. But I think that whatever happens in the UK, whatever happens with the pound, uh, will be very instructive. Um, yeah, however that gets resolved or, or not, I suppose. Tomorrow we do have industrial profits out in China. We also get a raft of data on the U.S. housing market. But here locally, Scuddy, uh, tomorrow we've got the weekly read on consumer confidence, but it's not one of those blockbuster weeks. I guess we deserve a break after the last one. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and look, the start of the new month always brings a lot of data anyway. So enjoy the, uh, the, the peace and tranquility, at least on that front while it lasts, because then it's back to a lot of noise. Uh, and whether that actually doesn't translate to a signal, an investment signal is another thing. But uh, we have to go and deal with that at the start of each month. So for the time being, sit back and we'll get that experimental CPI monthly uh, release that's mm-hmm. out from the ABS set later on this week. That will probably get a lot of attention. But uh, now, what will it go and do? Will it go and say that the inflation pressures are uh, still building or are they starting to ease now? There's a bit of a conjecture as to which way it will go. So that'll yep. be one thing to go and keep an, uh, an eye out in the days ahead. Yeah, that's Thursday. So no doubt you'll be covering that off in the big picture. Um, yeah, I mentioned tonight what's uh, on the agenda. Uh, later in the week, we do get more data from China as well. And uh, we round it out in the US on Friday with the PCE price measure. So obviously all these inflation reads. Uh, you know, are, are going a long way to help color in the picture that's being painted. Uh, well, you know, we all see it. We all feel it out there, uh, no doubt. So, look, um, Scuddy, thank you for today. I don't know why I'm thanking you, but uh, why not? And uh, to all of our listeners out there, we uh, we look forward to joining you throughout the week. Should we call it a day? Yeah, sounds good to me. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya.